He is the creator and sustainer of all the worlds, whether those worlds are known or unknown to mankind. Does not wisdom cry and understanding put forth her voice? Hello, everybody. My name is Charlie. You may know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, And today I'm here to continue our study into devotion to the Blessed Mother Mary. Today we're talking about how to act in Mary. This is, for those of you who have been following the podcast for a while... One way to think about today's lesson is that we're talking about Mary in the Via Positiva. So, without further ado, let's begin. Our Blessed Mother, as we have already discussed, is a wonderful conduit to us and a wonderful mold shaping us into the form of her Son, Jesus Christ. When we talk about having every act be in Mary, act in Mary, what we're talking about is having the habit of recollecting ourselves interiorly and forming the image of the Blessed Mother within us. Now, when we talked about the Sacred Heart, we talked about this as well. The difference here is that Mary is the matrix in which the Sacred Heart formed. She is the Ark of the Covenant that holds all the graces of heaven. And so by conforming ourselves to her and to her example, we are, in effect, shaping our heart into the Immaculate Heart of our Mother and our heart into the Sacred Heart of our Lord. She must become to us an oratory in which we offer all of our prayers. Under her mantle and in her loving arms, we pray. So you'll notice when you hear me pray, I always include, and with the intercession of our Holy Mother Mary. This is not an accident. This is being in Mary in all things. She carries our prayers to the Father. She carries our prayers to the Son, and as Queen of Heaven has the right to answer them. And in some ways, it makes prayer easier. Imagine talking to your mother. Not all of us have the sweetest, most kind, most loving mothers. But the one thing that we can say about our Blessed Mother in Heaven is that she loves us as she loved her son. Her heart breaks for us in our pain as it broke for him in his. And it's easy for us to talk to our mother. It's easy for us to ask favor from our mother. It's easy for us to know that our mother 
has our best interests at heart. She is the queen of all hearts, but she is also a tender and sweet mother who holds us ever so close. She is the Tower of David where we find refuge from our enemies. When acting in Mary in times of trouble, she is the one that we go to. She is the one that gives us strength. She is the one that we know will guard us. She is at the very heart of God. And think about it, in your own life, how often is it when you're having trouble and you find yourself fleeing to your mom, calling out to your mother? Why do you do that? Because you know, deep, deep down in your heart, that she will listen She'll run her fingers through your hair. She'll hold you close to her heart. She will console you and do everything within her power to aid you. One of the things that comes to my memory quite often is the it's a prayer. It's called the Subtuum Presidium or beneath your passion, your compassion. And it's a very simple prayer. Beneath your compassion we take refuge, O Mother of God. Do not despise our petition in time of trouble, but rescue us from danger. Only pure, only blessed one. It is such a beautiful prayer. The Latin version of it is slightly different. We fly to your protection, O Holy Mother of God. Do not despise our petition and our necessities, but deliver us always from all dangers, O glorious and blessed Virgin. Amen. We fly to your protection. We fly to your protection. Beneath your compassion, we take refuge. This is the power of our Blessed Mother. She teaches us humility, which is one of the key features of the positive way. She speaks the word of God. She gave birth to the word of God and can teach us to do the same. She saw creation as a blessing. She savored what she could of her life. She, of all people in her fiat, showed us how to trust. And this moment is so pivotal. When the archangel came to her and said, the power of the Holy One shall overshadow you. What's important about that is the only other thing in sacred scripture or tradition that we have that was overshadowed by the power of God like this was the temple itself. And in so doing, she must have known that the Holy Spirit would come upon her and she would be the new temple of the most holy God. In her, she would give rise to the Holy One. And she's a perfect emblem of panentheism. 
for God was truly in her belly and came into the world through her. She is the mother of her maker and the daughter of God. She is the very mystery of panentheism, that everything is in God and God is in everything. She is truly a great example of our royal personhood. She is the queen of angels, the queen of heaven, the queen of our hearts. We see her in the book of Revelation, crowned with 12 stars, clothed in the sun. How more blessed and royal could one be? And she teaches us hospitality. And that that hospitality is holiness. In Mary, in acting in Mary, we learn to kindle in our chest the burning lamp of compassion. Because she is that fire of compassion. She is that fire of love. She is the one who found favor in the eyes of God. She is that one that is a perfect mirror of what we could look at. And so when acting in Mary, we are embracing all of the positive way, all of the way of bliss. We offer our prayers through her. We act, offer every action through her. We find refuge in her. We see her in our hearts as a burning lamp. She lights our souls and fills us with such peace. Because we know that our mother is in heaven with her son. She loves us and she takes care of us. And she helps that love of God grow in us so that we do not just love the God out there, but the God in all things, the God in our adversary. We learn to see him there. We learn to see God in our meals, God in the people we interact with, God in the circumstances of our life, just as our blessed mother did. This is what it means to act in Mary. She is the sacred place where we contemplate God with her. So when we look at the world, we learn to see it as she did. A brave woman, a powerful woman, a woman who chose to bear the only son of God in a time when that was a capital crime. She knew that she would be accused of adultery. She knew that she could be stoned. Yet she had the courage and the strength to stand up and let God be born through her. She had the courage to go to the Via Della Rosa and watch her son beaten, bloodied, bruised, carry his cross, crowned with thorns, walking to Calvary. She had the courage to stand under that cross. When all the world knew 
the dangers of that. She could have been arrested as a sympathizer, but she had the courage to stand there when so few did. This is the refuge we have in our mighty Heavenly Mother. This is the power we find in her, that we see in her actions. This is the mother who tells us through St. Bernadette, I am the Immaculate Conception. She's not the product of the Immaculate Conception. She is the Immaculate Conception. She is the one in whom the new birth is forged. When you came to faith, you were conceived in the heart of Mary. And she will struggle with you, endure all things with you, until you, like her son Jesus, is born in this world, full of grace and power and dignity and faith. Blessed Mother, we thank you for that. She becomes the vessel through which we approach and receive God. In acting in Mary, we start to see that we receive everything from our beloved mother's hands and that through her hands we offer all things to our Lord. Now why would we do this? Many of our brothers and sisters in faith tell us to go just to God. And you can. I pray to the Lord. I pray to Jesus. I pray to the Holy Spirit. Why would I want to ask Mary to pray with me? Why would I ask Mary to offer anything on my behalf? Why would I do that? Why would you do that? How does it make sense when we can, as we discussed last week, approach the throne of grace boldly? Why would we act otherwise? Because in Mary, in coming to our Holy Mother, what we are doing is showing our absolute respect for God. And we're taking advantage of the great cloud of witnesses, St. Paul calls it, who can intercede on our behalf, with us and for us. If you can go to one person and talk to them, but you could bring a friend who has a lot of clout, who may be able to state your case better than you, who may be able to explain your situation better than you, because maybe they understand what's going on, because they have a different perspective than you do. Wouldn't you be a fool not to bring that person with you? I mean, it's a, it's a very simple proposition. If you don't understand the law, and you have a friend who understands the law, and you have to go before a judge, you bring an attorney. Because your attorney knows the law better than you do. Your friend helps you talk to the attorney because they understand the law better than you do. And you know, because you're friends, that they have your best interest at heart. So together with your friend, you talk to the attorney, the attorney talks to the judge. Why would you not take advantage of this? 
and talking to, with, through, and in our Blessed Mother, acting in our Blessed Mother, it helps us to develop that humility that we require. Because there's a certain amount of brashness and cruelty that can be born in a person's heart when they start accepting the idea of the kingdom of God, of the kingdom of Zion, and our royal place in Zion. There's a certain cruelty that can be born when you say to yourself, I serve the king. Because kings have power, and if kings have power, therefore I must have power. So you start thinking of yourself more puffed up than more puffed up. And, and you can see this in a lot of religious people. They look at other people and they go, well, I am an ambassador from Zion. I am a servant of Zion. Therefore, I have all this power. You, unfortunately for you, have nothing. So I am better than you. But when you do things with your mother, there's a certain humility that has to come into things. Because you are not a representative of the great king. You are a child who's standing with their mother, is working in the world. I'm doing this in my mother's name, which means it's not my reputation that's on the line. It's her reputation that's on the line. And do you want to disgrace your mother? There is a great humility born in us when we do things on behalf of our blessed and holy Mother Mary. And this, almost alone, is one of the great reasons to do this. Not because we expect great reward, but because we want our mother to be proud of us. We want to Two things that will bring honor to our mother's name, to our father's name. And with our father, God, and our blessed mother, Mary, we want to do everything that we can. And so acting in their name, we have to be humble. We have to learn to trust. We have to learn to act in accordance with their will. Because we know that everything that we do, we are doing for them. We must learn to be righteous and just in all of our actions, to praise and to keep our promises and to expect that the promises made to us will be kept. When we work with our mother, she will show us all of the awe, wonder, and mystery in nature and in all creation. She, like us, like everything in this cosmos, is a word of God. And she who gave birth to the word of God can show us better than any other the presence of of the divine in all things. If you have not already consecrated yourself to the Blessed Mother, or at least tried it out, that's all I ask. Because that's what spirituality is, after all. It's about trying 
seeing what works. Work out your salvation with fear and trembling, Paul tells us, and hold to that which is true. Beneath your compassion, we take refuge, O Mother of God. Do not despise our petitions in time of trouble, but rescue us from danger, only pure, only blessed one. If you've asked for the help of our Blessed Mother, she will help you. She has never turned away any who have asked for her help. She is always there for her children. St. Bernard had a very simple prayer. It's called the Memare. It goes like this. If, if you're having any trouble, I ask that you just say these words with me. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to your protection, implored your help, or sought your intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, we fly to you, O Virgin of Virgins, my mother. To you do I come. Before you I stand sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in your mercy hear and answer me. Now state whatever it is that you're in need of. Honestly and sincerely, putting your trust in our Lord Jesus Christ through the tender hands of our Holy Heavenly Mother. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening. If we've helped you, please spread the word. If you know of anybody else that these podcasts could be helpful for, please share them with a friend. You can find this or any of our other teachings over at wisdomscry.com. You can find me at Wisdom Cries Out on Twitter, or as always, you can find all of our social media accounts over at wisdomscry.com. Thank you so much for listening. Tomorrow, we will continue this study and talk about how to act with Mary, not just in her name. Until tomorrow, God bless.